0: And please start making your way to your cards. Hello, everyone. I'm Gary Urbanowitz, your host for this Throwback FDNY podcast. You can listen to all the past episodes by going to the website of the New York City Fire Museum at nycfiremuseum.org slash throwbackfdny and choosing the digital platform you use for listening to podcasts. Now, let's start this month's show. In this episode of Throwback FDNY, as you could tell, we're not in the studio, we are at the Muttentown Club on Long Island for the third annual golf outing fundraiser for the New York City Fire Museum. We have some of our biggest supporters here with us today to aid our mission to preserve, celebrate, and educate. Joining me now is Ted Grant, the president of the board of trustees of the New York City Fire Museum. Ted, thanks for coming uh, out today and for helping me with this uh, novel podcast we're doing from right from the Muttentown Club at the
1: golf outing fundraiser for the museum. Great. Thanks, Gary. Great to be with you and a great day. This is uh, the third year that we've been doing this and uh, just it's such an important event. Not only is it you know, raise a lot of money to fund the programs in the museum and help sustain it. But it's kind of, it draws in a crowd that is really aligned with the mission.
0: You just hit on a good point. You know, there is the fundraising aspect of today, which is so important, but it's also a networking event. I mean, a lot of people aren't clearly familiar with the fire museum and its mission and the things the museum does so this gets us all together to talk about it
1: oh it does and i think it does to your point raises awareness about the whole mission of the museum and you know it's a uh, it's an amazing institution that sits at the nexus between new york city is a great city and one of the greatest uh, fire departments in the world, Um, and they go hand in hand, as we see all the time. And so, you know, this is an opportunity to crowd in people, to raise awareness, to raise some funding, all going to the mission, which is to preserve and educate and celebrate around the the history of the FDNY, but also in a contemporary way, its impact on broader New York City.
0: Thanks again for sitting with us.
1: Thank you for the opportunity. And
0: have a good day of golf. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. (laughs) I'd like to introduce you all to Carlos Valverde, who's a vice president at Silverstein Properties. We were very fortunate to meet Silverstein uh, Properties because of a construction project going on right across the street from the museum. And ever since you showed up, you've been a tremendous supporter of the museum, not just the the corporation, but all of the folks who work across the street, yourself included, uh, Mike Marone, uh, Frankie, everyone who's over there have been wonderful in, in doing whatever they can to help the museum. So welcome. Thanks for sitting down with me right now.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Kerry is uh, a great outing like it is every year and uh, it keeps getting bigger and better it,
0: it does. seems it does and thanks again to you and for Silverstein for being one of the or being the primary sponsor here at the, the event um, I can't tell you how much that means to all of us that are involved with the museum and what what that will mean in the future for what we could accomplish with uh, your assistance
2: of course it's uh, it's a great museum it's a great cause it's uh uh, so much history. I, I remember the first time I went into the basement of your building. <laughs> oh, they let you down there. They, huh? they, they let me into the bowels of the building, and and for those to to get a, a somewhat visual description narrative, it's 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 like the most uh, well preserved, laid out conservation of FDNY memorabilia. So you show up, and
0: right across the street from your project is a, a firehouse built in 1904, an old brick building with this beautiful facade, a, a Beaux-Arts facade. What did you
2: think about that the first time you saw it? You know, I, I, I was I was thinking that the garage door was going to open, and all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, a fire truck was going to come out. And then when I saw that, it was a museum. Having existing buildings, beautiful both art structures right next to brand new office buildings is it's it's what gives new york city such a beautiful contrast right and there's this term that architects use called the fabric of the city which to me it it means many things to many people but to me it means that you have a contrast between an existing beautiful structure and a new hopefully what people will think is a beautiful building and that creates dialogue between the buildings that creates a little bit of you know you look at one thing and then see how they got inspired for from that and then you know hopefully the next generation of builders will come and get inspired by our building and 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 so you know we we continue to move and grow and so um it, to me, it's what makes New York City wonderful. You have to build and respect what's already there, and the fact that you know even the entrance and what's going to be eventually the food hall to the office building is right across the street from the Fire Museum. So that that wasn't a random location; it was by choice. There's a dialogue between the two buildings, between the two entrances; they speak to each other, and so you know that's that's all thought about in the early. Uh, uh, phases of design. So, um, yeah. Um, neighbors in, in in the physical world and neighbors in the built world. It, it, to us, it's uh, it's a point of pride in our organization. And, uh, you know, hopefully the fire department and the media company across the street will have a lasting relationship for uh, many, many years. Well, thanks
0: again for sitting down with me. I really appreciate it. And thanks for everything that you and Silverstein Properties have done and we'll, I'm sure we'll continue to do for the museum, okay. especially sponsoring today's event. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. With me now is Dominic DeRubio, our newest member of the board of trustees of the New York City Fire Museum. Uh, Dominic, welcome. Thank you for being here, and uh, glad to have you sitting down
3: with me right Thanks now. Thanks for having me, Gary. Appreciate it.
0: So, you're the newest board member, but you've got a very personal reason, a very personal interest in the fire department and the, and the museum itself. Tell us about that.
3: I do. You know, I come from a family of, of FDNY firefighters. Um, three of my uncles were firefighters in New York City. Um, you know, my father was a battalion chief, retired out of the safety command, and one of those uncles, uh, firefighter, David DeRubia, was killed in the South Tower on September 11th. So, you know, just preserving and pushing forth the history of this institution is is very near and dear to my heart. And, you know,
0: uh, I know you're familiar with the museum itself, and uh, if I were to ask you, when you walk into the museum, what is what, what hits you the most? What do you like, uh, I, I won't say what do you like the most, but is there anything? about the museum in particular that catches your eye?
3: You know, for people that haven't been to the museum, it's, and I'm a nostalgic person, it's an absolute time warp. And it's just, it takes you back to that time um, when these firefighters are using different resources to... Yeah, they're using buckets and dragging yeah. the engines to the fire. It's, it's really cool. And to me, that's that's like, that's the coolest part of the museum is it's an absolute time warp coming in.
0: Yeah, that's great. And you know, uh, one of the things that, I, and I hopefully, now that you on the board is something that uh, you'll keep on top of, but I've always said, in New York City, history happens every day. So even though our museum and other museums look to the past, we also need to capture what's going on today so we can show this to generations in the future.
3: Yeah, and I think that's, that's also one of the things that that really is impressive at the museum is you have this the back room where there's training for children and instilling that fire safety at a young age is so crucial to ensuring a safe work environment and, and living environment for people in New York City.
0: You know, as someone who loves the fire department, who loves the museum and, uh, you know, who studies the history, I just want to thank you so much for per- giving up your personal time to be part of this great organization. Thank you, Gary. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much.
4: Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Brown, the executive director of the New York City Fire Museum. Thank you for listening to our Throwback FDNY podcast. We invite you to become a member of our wonderful cultural institution in Lower Manhattan. We preserve the history of the fire department in New York City, educate the public on fire and life safety, and celebrate the wonderful traditions of the FDNY. To learn more about our membership program and the perks it offers, go to nycfiremuseum.org.
0: With me now is Paul Magda, one of the members of the Board of Trustees of the museum. Paul, welcome, and thank you for sitting down with me. Good morning, Gary. Paul had a big role in getting this whole golf outing started, which I want to thank him for. Uh, It really helped us after the pandemic. And the the museum is uh, very important to Paul. He's been on the board for a long time. And Paul, why don't you take it from there and tell us a little bit about uh, your involvement.
5: Well, thank you, Gary. Um, It's been um, very fulfilling for me uh, to be involved with the museum and also all the Uh, people that I've met and and the history of the museum. In regards to the the golf outing, um, it's been pretty special because uh, this is our main fundraiser. This is our third year of having uh, the golf outing. But I I just want to point out that this golf outing is kind of resurrected. The museum had the golf outing uh, over a decade ago for... um, for many years. It was originated by um, FDNY uh, retired battalion chief Bart Mitchell and his lovely wife, uh, Nancy, had uh, started the outing and uh, volunteered and running the outing for, for many years. And uh, then um, we had a bit of a lull. We had no outing, so it's kind of resurrected you know, from those uh, humble uh, be- beginnings. So now, Paul, sitting on the board,
0: uh, how would you characterize to the people who are listening uh, what the mission of the museum is, and how the board actually keeps the mission in front of everybody and making sure we're on task?
5: Yes. Well, you know, looking at the mission, you know, I look at it as kind of like you know uh, two major parts, you know, to uh, you know preserve and present the um, uh, history of the fire service uh, for New York City. Uh, but the other uh, major piece that is close to my heart is the education fire safety education where we could make immediate impacts you know uh, for uh, the residents of New York City and uh, tourists who to come uh, we have a fire safety education program. Um, mostly focused on children. We have a mock apartment at the museum where we're able to simulate smoke conditions and uh, hazards that you would find in this, uh, in a typical um, New York City apartment and hopefully leave the children, uh, the many uh, busloads of children that we have from the school systems in in New York um, with some important pointers on if there is an emergency in their home, on what they could actually do for themselves and their family for safety. And, and let's not be shy. This golf
0: outing is very, very important to the museum. Fundraising is a very important aspect of any nonprofit organization.
5: Uh, but tell us about you know, why this event is so important to the museum any type of support uh, as this fundraiser, the um, golf outing. Um, it, it's, it's very important to us. Um, we want to continue our mission, and we keep trying to raise the bar for ourselves. But in order to achieve um, you know, other programs, you know, we, we, we need the funding, and it's been tough the last couple of years. You're
0: playing golf today, right, Paul? I'm going to try, Gary. Have a great day. Thank you again for sitting down with me, and, uh, and thank you for all that you do for the museum. You're quite welcome, Gary. Thank you.
4: It's Jennifer Brown again. I'm excited to announce that due to overwhelming popularity, the museum is extending the special exhibition, Firehouse, the Photography of Jill Friedman, through this summer. Showcasing award-winning photographer Jill Friedman's moving collection of photographs documenting New York City firefighters on the job in the 1970s, the exhibition features images contained in Friedman's book Firehouse, which was released in 1977 and garnered rave reviews, highlighting the photo's honesty and grit that captured the danger, tragedy, heroism, and camaraderie of being a firefighter in New York City. To create this display of heroism and heart, Friedman lived among the firefighters in the South Bronx and Harlem for more than a year as she chronicled their work. The exhibition also features a video of Jill discussing her passion for her work and for the FDNY. For more information, please visit the museum website at nycfiremuseum.org.
0: Right now I'd like to thank Matt Duthie for sitting down with me. Uh, Matt is actually uh, one of the honorees that we have here at the event today. So Matt, thanks again for sitting down with me. Uh, my pleasure, thank you. So this whole event is about fundraising for the New York City Fire Museum. I know that you're very much involved with, uh, with the fire department in New York. You represent uh, Newmark, which is a, a major real estate management firm. And you know you must deal with the fire department every day.
6: Absolutely. So uh, you know, in our business of uh, managing commercial real estate in New York City, we, we are very much involved with the fire department and have a great relationship. I'm also the chairman of Bulma New York, which is Building Owners and Managers Association of New York, and we represent 560 million square feet of commercial real estate. So the, the relationship between the FDNY and Bulma has been is long term and and excellent. So absolutely.
0: Yeah, you know, and that would be, uh, as you're saying that, it's giving me some ideas here that uh, you know, the whole interaction between the buildings themselves in New York and the fire department is, is a very historic one. It goes back, you know, since New York first got settled.
6: Absolutely. And it, it certainly is a partnership. And, um, you know, New York City, in my, in my opinion, is probably the safest uh, city in the, in the world. And, and, that's, and that's in large part due to the FDNY.
0: And, you know, we have a lot of these new buildings coming in. I don't know what everybody calls them, what the technical term is. I call them spaghetti box buildings, Are these big, tall buildings. I mean, that
6: must be challenging for you, too. No no doubt about it. I mean, obviously, the new technologies the new engineering and new materials that they are using have given them the ability to build these tall, slender buildings. And obviously, they present a significant challenge to the FDNY if they have to fight a fire. But clearly, uh, these buildings do comply with all the New York City codes, laws, and regs and uh, and the fire department keeps a good eye on those buildings as it being built and, and of course when they're operating
0: it's so appropriate to me to see that the museum has chosen to honor you because again as you're talking about that interaction between you know we talk about the city as if it's just this nebulous thing but it's buildings
6: it's buildings and it's people it's a, it's absolutely all that and it's a it's a real honor to be here uh, the museums a great gem it's been around you know 180 years in some form of fashion it's just it's a legacy. It's a, it showed, it's a history of the fire department. It's a history of New York. Well,
0: thank you but for what you do for the city and what, for your, what you do to support the museum, too. So thank you again for being thank here today. Thank you very much. It's my, my, my,
6: my, pli- my privilege. Thank you. Thank you, Matt.
0: I am joined now by a good friend. A, a, I won't say a new friend because now I know you for a while, but Mike Marone, who is with Len lease uh, who we got to know over the years. He's doing a project across the street from the museum. And Mike uh, Mike has just been a tremendous supporter of the museum and of this event uh, since we first started three years ago. Mike, thanks again for
7: sitting down. Uh, Garrett's my pleasure. Anything we could do for the museum. We love, we love you guys and we love the museum.
0: You know, you always have said that, and I got to tell you, you're, you're the person who walks the walk and talks the talk because, uh, or I guess that's the the way around. You're the type of person who talks mean. the talk and walks <laughs> the walk because you've always helped us out so much. And it's just, it's just been such a wonderful uh, relationship we've got with you.
7: Now, it, when we first started uh, Galaxy, we noticed the museum. Uh, You were there, we stopped by, then we kind of went through the pandemic together. Uh, We went through a lot of stuff together, but um, the way I was brought up, Gary is like, you can help people that you, anybody that needs your help that you can help you do that. And when I first came to the museum, I I fell in love with the place and the, the, the staff that's there. And uh, whatever ways that I could help in the construction ways or fundraising ways, we'll do whatever we can.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's true, too. I mean, your, your assistance and, and people take that for granted with nonprofit organizations. Yeah, we need money, but we also need you know, people to do things for us. And you've always stepped up to the plate. You've always been, the uh, anytime we needed something, we could reach out to you. And
7: we need more people like you involved in the New York City Fire Museum. Uh, even when I leave the project, I'll still stay involved. That I promise, whatever whatever, Sean and uh, the boys need, whether it's a light bulb, a can of paint, putting some rugs in. You know, we now yeah. have that in, on recording, so <laughs> you're not getting away with that, Mike. That'd be my pleasure. <laughs> right. I think every year we we do our community service now, so we send like 15 to 25, and they wipe down all, the, all of the equipment, and they, you know, and it, it, our staff just loves going there and feel like they're doing something. And just realize the history of, of the FDNY, how you guys fought fires hundreds of years ago, and how they do it today. It's uh, different techniques, but the mentality and the manpower still has the same drive.
0: Thanks again, Mike. And listen, have a good day of golf.
7: Friends forever. All right.
0: take you. Yes, indeed. I was able to grab Larry Battaglia with me today from uh, Golf Event Planning, who is, is the person who really is a is the one who could pull all this together because those of us at the New York City Fire Museum really aren't uh, golf organized. So, Larry, thanks again for all you do to make this a successful event.
8: Gary, thank you. Um, I have to say it's really awesome to watch this event grow. Uh, We've been together now three years. Uh, You and I met uh, three and a half years ago. We really didn't know what this event was going to turn into, and we have a full field today, 140 players, um, some great sponsors, and uh, the rain held off for us. So I think it's going to be a great day for everybody.
0: And what you do with your organization is to help organizations like the New York City Mu- Fire Museum for th- these types of fundraising events. And you've worked with some phenomenal organizations. And uh, you are I just don't know the right words to say to thank you enough for what you do for the nonprofit organizations of the world. And, again, m-
8: my heart and soul of the New York City Fire Museum. Gary, thanks. It means a lot. Um, you know, we're very passionate about working with uh, nonprofit organizations, and you know, every golf outing nowadays does have a charity component. Um, this event here today, obviously, is uh, you know near and dear to a lot of people with servicemen and women to keep the integrity of the fire museum alive, uh, not only you know now but in the future. Um, you know means a lot to us as well so um, thank you again it's a great partnership and a great team that we have around us we couldn't do it without you guys uh, certainly can't do this alone uh, these outings are you know a lot of work um, a lot of time is put in There's certainly a lot of moving parts and uh, teamwork is what it's all about
0: well thanks again and i know you got a shotgun start about to go off so i'll let you go i let you get out there all right thanks thank we you appreciate it thank
8: you larry thanks for the time
0: Thank you for joining us today. Please consider making a donation to the New York City Fire Museum or becoming a member at nycfiremuseum.org. We will be back next month with another show. The Throwback FDNY podcast is brought to you by the New York City Fire Museum, the official museum of the FDNY, with help from the FDNY and the FDNY Foundation, the official nonprofit organization of the department. Until next time, thanks for listening and stay safe.